Welcome to Near Death Experience Podcast. I'm Chaz Hathaway, and as you can hear, my voice is gone. I seem to have caught something over the weekend, and I sang a little too hard on Saturday while I was doing the dishes. (laughs) And so I think the combination of them just took my voice out. So I'm going to let a uh, near-death experiencer take over the show today. This is an experience shared on YouTube. It took a little digging to find this girl um, because her video is posted up. And in the show notes, it has a link to her uh, channel, which does not have the video that is posted. So, and and honestly, even, even now I can't find her name. But having clicked around and found her a little bit, um, I'm not sure she would mind that her name isn't up. She, she has, since her near-death experience, basically turned her life over to God, wants to give the credit to God. And so I think she will forgive me if I haven't found her name to list it. But there are some points that I want to make about it afterward. Um, because she dies at a party while she is completely stoned, drunk, filled with drugs. I mean, (laughs) she was really in a bad place. And so we're going to talk about the question of, is this a near-death experience or is this just a drug trip? Because I know that some people uh, are going to have that question. But without further ado, I'm going to turn the time over to her uh, to share her near-death experience. Hey, um, so I want to make a YouTube video just kind of to uh, share something that happened with me when I was younger. Uh, this is going back all the way in 2010. So in 2010, I was at this party. And to kind of make a long story short, I had a near-death experience. And, okay, I'm just going to introduce myself kind of so you know me. Before this happened, I went to church maybe a few times, you know, when I was younger. Um, You know, I was kind of connected to believing, you know, maybe there was something. I, I don't know. You know, this book says there is. This church says there is. People say there's something else besides us, but for the most part, um, you just kind of never know, you know. And uh, so... What happened was on February 20th, 2010, I was at this party, you know, regular party, and basically one thing led to another, and I ended up dying at this party. Um, I had a seizure in the kitchen. So from other people's point of view, this is what happened. I'm in the kitchen. I have a seizure. Okay, I'm down on the ground, people are surrounding me, and everyone's saying, oh my gosh, like, is she dead? Is she dead? That's what their version was. I didn't see that version. Um, Well, I did kind of, I'll tell you. My version of what happened was I was standing in the hallway, and I saw, you know, yellow yellow caution tape right in the kitchen. So I look, and I'm like, what is going on? Why is there yellow caution tape? So I walk down the hall into the kitchen, and I see, like, this big group of people standing there. And then they're all in a circle. I'm like, what are they they looking at? Like, 
what's going on. So I look down into the circle, and I'm at a party. I'm supposed to be, you know, having a good time, but, like, there's now caution tape, and I'm like, what is going on? I look down into the circle, and I'm in the middle of the circle, and everybody's staring at me, and my body is laying on the ground. And then I am like, whoa. So I try to, like, maybe communicate with people, or no one can really hear me. I look down. My body's not there. Like, I have no body. And I'm just like, what is going on? You know, like, this is just crazy. So, like, I'm kind of scared. Well, not scared, but I'm like, okay, I, like, obviously I died. You know, I just knew at that moment, like, nobody can hear me. I'm not supposed to be here anymore. So in that second, I realized, okay, I'm dead. I look up. All of a sudden, in the kitchen, I see this, like, huge white light coming from the ceiling to the floor. And it's just like, boom. And it's right there, and I just knew, like, okay, that's home. Like, that's where I'm supposed to go. So I obviously, I, I had nowhere else to go. No one was talking to me. I had no body, so I just, like, naturally moved into the light. So I went into the light, and uh, as I was moving up into the light, I just started to feel so good. You know, like, I can't, words can't explain it. Like, the higher that I went into the light, and the more that I moved up and further away from earth, the better I felt. And the feeling of pleasure does not really apply to this earth. Like, um, nothing can compare. Like, if you took everything that you were in favor of, like maybe getting a massage and a hot tub, um, your favorite music, uh, your favorite food, your favorite drink, everything that you love happening to you all at once, no matter what it is, all at once, it would not even closely compare to the pleasure that was just within that light. And as you moved further into, like further away from this earth, um, the pleasure felt even better. So you just moved up, it felt better and better. It was insane. So anyways, as, as I'm moving, like as I'm going up into the light, like you could just tell you're moving up, I look to my side and like the dark was disappearing. So as I look to the side, like the earth turned into blackness so the earth kind of turned into black matter and um like all the objects and everything just kind of turned into this dark blackness and then all of a sudden as you're moving up into the light which is white right whitish light um the black starts disappearing so all the black goes away because the light's taking it and then the craziest thing was when i looked behind me like all the way behind me, from where I came from, I saw Earth, and Earth was like, it would be like you standing up and looking down and seeing like an ant on the ground. Like our entire universe was the size of an ant. Like it just made you realize how insignificant this life is. And, uh, you know, we're only on this Earth for a short period of time. But after this period of time, there's an eternal life that we have to live and I don't think many people know that you know or many people believe it I mean I wasn't really sure I didn't really like a hundred percent maybe believe it before this happened and then after this happened I was like whoa you know there is a place you go and um, yeah it's just it's important for people to know that so anyways um, I I saw this and then it disappeared so now I'm completely up in this light and um, I'm just, 
I see my whole life like flash before my eyes and I feel like amazing. <laughs> I don't go any further, it's just light. But I saw my whole life like flash before my eyes. Every person I knew, every thing I experienced, like I don't know how it happened that fast, but I got to see my entire life all at once. And I honestly looked at my life and I felt like a complete failure. I felt like I had lived one big selfish life which was only directed to myself and I never helped anybody on this planet or I never gave anything like I'm into a substantial amount like really I just felt like I lived a life that was I guess now now I know the terminology but like worldly you know um, so that kind of like it was weird because you know there is there was that one disappointment up there so that was kind of strange, um, just to look at my whole life, like, that seems so big on earth, like, it, it, my life was so important, you know, every, my friends, my clothes, like, all this stuff was, like, huge priority here, and then when you get up there, you look at it, and you're like, you just, it's kind of funny, because you realize how small this planet is, and how insignificant, like, your big life really is, it's just funny. Um, but anyways, moving past this point. So what happened was, um, as I looked through my life, another thing happened. Um, my dog at that time popped out of, like, it almost looked like, um, you know, Mac computer, similar to Mac computer, where, like, everything flashes, like, ch -ch 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 -ch. it kind of looked like that. So everything's, like, flashing. And, sorry, that's my dog drinking water. Um, and... He's still drinking water. Um, everything flashed before my eyes. And then um, my dog popped out. Okay. My dog popped out. And then this girl popped out. And like this over... Like I already felt so much love. But this overwhelming feeling of like love. When I looked at my dog. It wasn't really a picture. It was just like my dog kind of. And then this girl. These overwhelming feelings of love came to me. And this girl was a friend, she was really close with me. And, um, yeah. So, and my dog I cared about so much, so I really cared about these things. I felt like maybe I had, like I couldn't just leave these behind. So, what I said was, um, just, it naturally came out, like, I didn't have a body at that time. So it came through my mind. Like, I spoke through my mind. Um, just like when you talk to yourself in your head, but it was like the only thing I could hear. It was like amplified, so it would be louder than my voice talking through my mouth, but through my mind, amplified. It was really weird. And then, um, so I basically said, I'm not ready to go. Yeah, I said, I'm not ready, ready to go. And then, um, this voice, which was God, you just know. It's like this very familiar voice that almost to me, what it sounded like was like the tone of everybody else's voice. It was like, this is the voice almost. And then every, each of us have like a different pitch, lower or higher. And like, this was like the voice for all. And we, we all have like voices stemming off this voice. It was, that's kind of what, it was so familiar to me. You know, and uh, I can't get over it. But um, the next thing, too, 
is when I said I'm not ready to leave or I'm not ready to go or whatever even though I wanted to be up there I just couldn't leave behind my life at that time so the voice said to me if you want to live show it and then the minute I said okay boom it was like back out of the light like back into darkness coming past me back into my body and then I'm just like I wake up and um, I'm laying on the kitchen floor you know and all I can see is red like everywhere like all I see is just like red everywhere and like all these people are around me and I'm like just coming to and all these people are you know are you okay are you okay oh my gosh we thought you were dead like they're all concerned about me and I just see red everywhere and I think like I just remember asking them like um, am I bleeding like, I thought I broke my armor I thought I was bleeding I could see blood everywhere I just saw red all over and I'm like am I bleeding like what's going on and they're like no you're not bleeding are you okay I'm like yeah and then all of a sudden the red went away and um I'm at yeah and I just like there's a strobe light and that was the thing that gave me the seizure in the first place so I see this strobe light like bumping and I just like take it and I rip it out of the wall <laughs> like threw it across the room um and I think people were you know trying to grab me and pick me up or help me up and I just didn't really understand I'm punching everything like oh I'm back on this earth like what's going on throw the strobe light uh, the lights were off it was a party I turned on the lights you know and I was it was just no you know great you know when you're up there there's nothing I mean I could sit here and my clothes right now are kind of uncomfortable um, my hair is kind of in my face like I don't want to be negative but the reality is that it's not perfect on earth and there is a place where none of this exists um, I mean like my leg might be sore right now I might have to adjust my seating because you know we get uncomfortable at times um, my throat is kind of dry I mean I can go on just everything like the light might be too bright in this eye I could be wearing sunglasses you know this sounds really stupid but the fact of the matter is you know, life here, there is darkness here, and there is no perfection here. And to actually be able to believe or to know that there is a place where there is only good and there is no bad there, it almost doesn't really make sense. It doesn't, like to us, it doesn't because we, we're from this earth, and on this earth we have good and we have evil. And the hard thing to realize is beyond this earth there is a place of all good and there is a place of all evil and when we come to realize that I think that's really important to help us get through this life um, because we're only here for a small time and you know I mean I'm like 25 now so say I die at 70 if the world lasts that long who knows <laughs> you know but if I died at maybe 70 80 that's less than 50 years left on this planet and then I have eternity somewhere else so just keep that in mind if even if you want to like for the simplicity of human beings um, pretend we only live a thousand years which I know we don't but pretend just for simplicity if we're gonna be thinking about like 
50 fun years here, which I mean my whole life before was just, let's just say I was not part of the good crowd. <laughs> I was part of the bad kids, you know, partying all the time. Not bad kids, but just, you know, getting into trouble, you know, doing anything I wanted. Um, uh, really be doing like, now I've learned these technical words, but doing like worldly things, you know, and uh, I've just realized that there's so much more to this planet than just that, you know. And uh, I'm grateful that God gave me the experience to be able to tell you guys this. And I'm not really a person that likes to share these things. You know, I, if it was my way, I wouldn't say this at all. Like, I would actually just avoid this entire thing. And I wasn't going to tell anybody. I told people close to me. But I would never imagine making, like, a YouTube video. <laughs> like, I, I don't really, you know... I'm kind of shy that way. I don't really need to share things with, well, the entire world, for that matter. Um, but I just felt like this was a story that could help maybe even one person. Like, hopefully, one, at least one, realize that there is life beyond this life. And it's important that we realize that, pretend we even live a thousand years. We live more than that, but for simplicity, that the 50 or so years that we live on this planet, I'm 20, so if I died at 70, you know, 25, the 50 or so years, 70 years that we live on this planet is not worth eternity in somewhere that we do not belong. We belong in that beautiful place where we came from with God and uh, doing things that we deserve to do. And, well, if, if our actions are right and stuff, but, you know, we are born to come back home. And it is this feeling of home. When you go, when, when I went there, it was just like I was home. You know, I didn't want to even come back. Well, I felt the need to, but I didn't want to. Anyways, this is just a cry for you guys to just wake up. Okay, very interesting. So I hope I don't go too long on this because my voice isn't going to want to. But uh, I, I had to go. I noticed in this video she doesn't mention the that she was drunk and that she was under the influence of several drugs. But if you go and, and find her YouTube channel, it's just called Heaven Exists. And uh, she shares the experience again there and uh, in that one she talks about how it, she was drunk completely drunk and uh, had a lot of drugs going on inside her as well so uh, the question often comes up in those kind of situations people will often just write off the whole experience as a drug trip and understandably so especially if somebody has not studied near-death experiences to hear what they are like versus what a drug trip is like. Now, I have not studied drug trips, so I don't know a lot about what they entail. However, what I do know is that drugs kill people, as does alcohol, if it's taken in excess. 
especially if it's done quickly or basically every time you take drugs or alcohol, you know, these dangerous drugs or alcohol, they kill brain cells very quickly, um, which is often what causes the sense of high, the sense of, of you know, whoa, cool patterns in my eyes and, and cool sensations. Now, I'm not one to argue that drugs will give you a near-death experience. I don't think that's a reliable source <laughs> of the attempt. In fact, I think it's a very unreliable source. Most people who have a drug trip describe experiences that sound very unpleasant um, when they get too far. However, we know for a fact that drugs can easily kill people or put them in a state where their body just shuts down for a time and they'll end up in the hospital. Now, as with any nearly dying experience, this could induce a near-death experience. You, The spirit may leave the body and say, that's broken, I have to get out. And uh, I think... I believe this is what happened to her. And I have heard of other experiences where somebody was completely terribly under the influence, passed out, had a near-death experience. And what I've come to conclude is that, yeah, drugs can get you to the point of dying. They can kill you, which is why they are so dangerous and why they are so not worth it. Because many people, it damages their mind for life. And... um the, and so the, my first point is don't do drugs, don't do alcohol, just stay away from it because it's going to hurt you, it's going to kill you. If it can bring you this close to death, it may get you to the point where you can't, you don't have the opportunity to come back. And we can list off many, many experiences where that's the case. And I give that as a warning. However, I also give it as my opinion that those who have experiences that line up and match the description of a near-death experience, I have no reason to doubt that's what they are. And, uh, and I've, I've come across many such experiences. The interesting thing about this is that every example that I have read where somebody is on drugs or alcohol and passes out from the experience and has a near-death experience, every experience I've read about they leave the drugs and the alcohol afterward. It's not always cold turkey, but they realize from the experience, you know what, I've got to get my life in order. This girl, she says that while she's going into the light, she says that she's not ready to go, that she's not ready to leave her life behind. And the voice, who she identifies as God, says, if you want to live, show it. Because in her life review, she saw how terribly selfish her life had been, how meaningless it had been, simply because she had lived completely for herself. She saw that this was not the legacy she wanted to leave. This was not what she wanted her life to have been. And so she asks to go back, and the voice says, If you want to live, show it. And of course, she turns her life around after that. She leaves, leaves that lifestyle. She leaves many of the things in her life behind that she knows she shouldn't be doing. And she turns her life over to God, basically. Um, it, and she doesn't go into much detail in her video about that. But you, you watch her channel and you realize, whoa, she, she went, went 180. You know, she completely turned her life around. 
So the point that I'm making from that is that that's one of the ways you can detect if this is a near-death experience instead of a drug trip, if it leads them away from the drugs, <laughs> if it leads them to see, you know what, I've seen the error of my ways. I had this life review. I had this whatever. And I see this is not who I want to be. And they turn their life around afterward. But as far as I can see, if it has all the telltale signs of a near-death experience, that's exactly what it is. And they are given the opportunity, because they're back, they're given the opportunity to try again. Those drugs could have killed them, did kill them, but they were given a chance to come back. And uh, so it, as you consider some of the things that, well, what if this is just X? Well, look at the signs. Look at what happens. And you tell me whether you think it's a near-death experience or not. I personally believe that it is. And if you're living the kind of life that could lead up to that kind of a near-death experience, change it now. Change it now. Don't wait until the drugs kill you. Change it now. Because everybody who's been through it and dies and goes to the other side comes back and says, I'm done. I'm done. I have so much more to live for. My life has so much purpose or can have so much purpose. So much more than what I've lived for thus far. So with that, thank you so much again for listening. Thank you.